live and local across the city and South Cambridgeshire. This is Lucy Milazza. Cambridge 105 Radio. Joining me in the studio now is Pina, our food blogger friend of One Two Culinary Stew. Good evening to you, Pina. Hello. Hello, nice hello. To see you again. Nice <laughs> to see you. Here we go. So a new month. We want to know all about the the new foodie happenings, and you're the girl uh, to tell us all about it. You've got a great list of things um, which are, have happened have happened recently and some great things to look forward to for February. Shall we start with um, some news which kind of broke, I guess, last week? The Kingston Arms. As it was uh, recently as a wine bar, oyster bar, tapasy, beautiful place to go for an, a nice light meal... Is no more. I'm going to miss the hummus. Yeah, the, this the was owners. like one of your favourite places it to was, go. It was. It was. It was the place for me. It had everything. Um, Do we know yeah. what happened there? They opened. Was it shortly before the pandemic? Yeah, yeah. It was around that time. Tough, so tough I, I don't know what happened. Um, I I haven't asked anything. Mm. Um, people were talking. They saw. Um, the place up for sale on right move so, mm. so i knew something was going on i didn't ask anything um it's, it's not me for me to ask yeah um but it's sold and i found out just the other day that it's the same owner as um or people cambridge blue mm-hmm. put something that they're going to be running it or bought it with someone else um so it's going to be according to their words back to a proper pub whatever that means <laughs> it just means probably a lot of ales pro- you yeah. know a lot of good beers and not really food focused okay so so almost we get the impression it's probably going to go back to how the kingston was yeah, yeah. which really was a proper ale I almost want to say spit and sawdust kind of pub okay, for right. Cambridge, <laughs> at least. Yeah. Um, so foodie-wise, for me, it's a loss because you yeah. know we had Miles Alonimu was from Tel Aviv, and he's you know his his Basta restaurant is one of the top fifty best restaurants in the world for the Middle East. Gosh. Just got that accolade. We, you know, we had all that sort of very different menu. Yeah, um, you know, it, I mean, that's the octopus it. was amazing. That's <laughs> it. I mean, it, it was fun to go because it was beautiful, yeah, and they had an nice. amazing wine list. Yeah. Um, it's the kind of place that I think. Possibly if it was more central to the city, somewhere around Bridge Street, where all the tourism is. I wonder if they would have had a bit more success. But tucked away where it is, a little bit too niche for the neighbourhood, maybe. Yeah, I think so. I I know that Miles, you know, he was doing pop-ups before and I got Mm. to know him and he was actively looking for a place. So I think this came up and I think... It's a pub, and maybe it just wasn't the right yeah. ambiance, or yeah. like you said, or maybe location. Um, but mm. I mean, it was very popular, so I don't know what the reason is why it's not necessarily because it didn't do well. I don't know. I can't say that. Mm. Um, so, so, so things happen. So, so they moved they, to they, New York. So I don't know if that mm, has anything to do with it. Okay. Okay. So they've gone, and do we know the timings on when they expect to get the Kingston Arms back up and open as a inverted comma? proper pub um, according to Facebook sometime I think beginning of uh, March okay in about a month. so quick so, very yeah. quick all right then so we've lost the Kingston Arms as we knew it to be the wine bar but we've also made a gain this month um, this is Lock Fine which is along Trumpington, Trumpington Street. Street a little yeah. bit opposite Fitzwilliam Museum yes it was the Lock Fine yes wasn't my favorite place to ever go to to be honest but that's had a refurb and a renamed and a, it's changed completely well that's possibly. interesting because I looked into it I, I had been to Lock Fine before not in a long time it's it's a very popular 
um, chain, chain that people really like for fish. Bar, yeah. But a lot of the lock finds closed down. What I learned in my research, everything's owned by Green King mm-hmm. PLC, mm. the Metropolitan Pub Company owns gastro pubs, about over 70 of them in and around London. So turned Lockfine, which is the same company really, all sort of related to Green King, into Little Rose or back into Little Rose because I heard that it was called Little Rose before Ooh, and it was a pub. Now, I don't know skills. who owned it or what. So there's that lovely feeling of nostalgia. And it, it's really lovely. It looks really striking from the outside. So you've been? I have been, yeah. So tell us a little bit about it. What does it look like inside? What do they offer? What's the, what's the change? Um, I don't remember exactly because I hadn't been to Lock Fine in a while. I'm assuming that they had, didn't make that many changes because there's only so much you could do with the building. Yeah. I know there was a nice space sort of on, outside on the side that would probably be very nice when the weather's nicer. Um, they have sort of little uh, areas where for dining or more pub-focused areas. Uh, and they had just finished sort of their 10-day trial, 50% oh, off lunch menu. Okay. So they weren't quite there in terms of everything so that had to be available launch. or anything like that. Um, so I went the day after the soft lunch, and I think they needed probably a bit more time to, uh-huh. you know. Uh-huh. It is it is a premium-priced gastropub. You know, fish and chips was over £17. Good quality okay. seafood and things like that, but it is, you know, it is a higher upscale yeah. experience, what they're trying to offer. So on the menu, it's still quite fish-focused. They, well, uh, yeah, they had like a sea bass dish that didn't have on that night, So they, but they had pork belly and... Okay. Um, so... Yeah. So, like you say, gastro pub yeah. style, big style portions, quite British no, not big styles. No, no. Like for more was like almost like fine dining, small portions. So, was whether it tasty, they're trying Pina? to get Did that you right. like it, or were I, you a little disappointed? I, I was a little disappointed, and not I because I can kind of tell. I can kind of tell it's coming through in your voice there a little bit. <laughs> I mean, tell us why. People. Um, have had sort of similar experiences and that in terms of like food wise they need to still get up there and that's fine because it's it's a change of menu apparently they still have the same staff which is great mm, from, so mm. they didn't lose their jobs um, so they still need to get up there in terms of consistency and all that what what was what ruined it for me well that's a bit of a strong word was that fact that I booked a table and it was given a very small area where they had a big group booked. So oh. it's not nice to be out on date night at Gastropub. You're spending over £100, which is what we did. Pretty much. To not be able to hear anything. And I tried to change table a few times, and none of them were suitable. It's like, I'm, I didn't just walk in off the street. I booked a table. Yeah. So why didn't I was not told that there was going to be a big group or, mm. you know, they tried to accommodate, but it was just, I think they were really busy and overwhelmed. Mm. And so it's just one of those things. So I'm not going to say like, don't go. No, no, no. Um, but but yeah. it wasn't the best. To be yeah. honest, though, um, I had a very similar experience on the weekend. I went to a, another Cheney restaurant in town. Very, very popular. It's a good place to go when you don't really know what you want to eat and you, you're with other people because it does a little bit of everything. I don't want to say yeah, their I know name. What you, mean. you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Um, but actually, I noticed they were completely completely heaving busy they plonked us on this table which was kind of a unattractive table to sit on because there weren't enough of us to fill it and the whole time people were like bumping into our table trying to squeeze past customers and wait staff as well to the point I just thought to myself I'm not having a very nice time here but like you just said I'm about to spend close to a hundred pounds because there's three or four of us here for lunch and it's um I think it's getting to the point now the food prices restaurant meals they are going up going out for a meal yeah. is becoming a bit more of a treat and yeah. to to 
sort of splash that cash, I do now have to expect that I'm going to have a very nice time because I am spending so much. And if you're constantly bumping into my table or if I'm plonked uh, beside a, a large, loud table and there's just the two of us, I don't know, I, you have to ask... Yeah, the serv- you have to ask for the service to up its yeah. game a little bit. Yeah. If you're if you're charging us that extra bit of money, which we appreciate, you have to charge, and we're happy to pay. But don't cut service on me as well. Yeah, I think you know it does bring it back to like how important ambiance mm-hmm. is to hospitality in general. You know, and sometimes people tend to forget that because it's kind of like, oh, we need to get people in where, you know, there's a whole, you know, thing with the pandemic and lack of staff and all and yep. get people in. And that's what sort of felt what, with Little Rose. It's like you're just trying to get as many people in, but you can't provide the ambiance. And it's a really important part of the dining experience, the service, the ambiance and the food, everything. Absolutely. Absolutely. Right. Well, that's a little, not quite a rant, but, you know, we're just... Putting keeping it, it, putting real, it out there, you know? keeping it real, <laughs> yeah. keeping it real, exactly. Um, you were also saying, should we touch on, um, let's touch on Cotto. Oh, yeah. Now, this was a really excellent place, and that used to be in town. Yeah, it was on East Road, and then it went to the Gonville Hotel, where it had a sort of bigger space, and then the pandemic happened, and they closed, and they tried for a long time to find a place mm-hmm. and so they're at the Cambridge Country Club in Bourne which is actually Ooh. a really good match I mean there's lots of free parking you walk in there it's like marble everywhere it's very you know luxurious it's mm. a spa it's there's a pool there's there's a gym and obviously the golf course and so Cotto with the experience of Hans Schweitzer and his wife Ruth if people know they're just you know he's a Michelin star chef from Germany I mean he's fantastic you know he's a legend and he started Midsummer House you know a lot of people don't know that mm. um so they've taken over the actually whole food and beverage for the whole golf course, which includes a Spikes bar. They do afternoon tea. And so they're open for lunch in the Cotto Lounge. And they've started doing um, Sunday lunch. Now, they're not quite up to where they need to be for fine dining in the evenings. They need to sort out a few things to make it work. But I went for the Sunday lunch. And, and ever since then, it's been booked every single Sunday. Oh. And that's a place, lots of space. Very different than a pub. You're not going to have a cozy pub ambiance. You're going to have lovely wine, a lovely bar, uh, a Proper view fine of dining. 18 go- a whole golf course, yeah. uh, spaced out tables, modern environment with with a really good Sunday lunch with, with a fine dining twist, but not pretentious or anything. Fabulous. Yeah. Great to have that just up the road, actually. Yeah. Please tell me that the service was better. Oh, the service was amazing. Okay. It was all people that I remembered from like uh, the Gonville or, you know, they remembered <laughs> me. They had their their old team back, which was great. Lovely. Yeah. Okay, good. So good service at Cotto, which is now at the Bourne. Yeah, the, it? It's called the uh, Cambridge Country Club now. Fabulous. Yeah. All right, then. Let's stop there. We are hurtling towards 5 p.m. After the um, after 5, we've got more info from us uh, focusing on Valentine's Day, a chocolate festival and also your own pop-up event Uh, stay with us news coming up shortly home with lucy malazzo cambridge 105 radio lucy malazzo here with you through till 6 p.m and joined in the studio this evening by pina our food blogger friend from one two culinary stew Uh, we were just before the news talking about some of the the latest happenings of the foodie world in cambridge we covered the kingston arms uh the little rose and we touched a little bit on cotto Uh, but now let's look ahead um to uh, what's coming up in february uh let's go somewhere a little bit different you have news Pina 
of a chocolate festival. This is a delight to all the choc, the chocolate um, fiends out Absolutely. there. Absolutely. And this is the second year in a row now. Cambridge has its own chocolate festival. Fabulous. Uh, and this year, uh, so it's taking place over Valentine's Day weekend uh, at the Cambridge Union, which is nice. an amazing venue. And so that's Friday, Saturday, Sunday, the 10th, 11th and 12th. So basically this weekend. Um, Who's organising that? Who puts it, that it, together? It's founded and organised by Ria Falvo. Uh, she's a chocolatier. Uh, she's Canadian as well. Uh, <laughs> uh, Bumble and Oak. She uh-huh. started doing chocolates with Bumble and Oak and it took on this thing about getting all chocolate makers together. You know, all these amazing chocolate producers bean to bar. Um, so you'll have... Um, so you buy tickets. It's like two pounds uh, through oh Eventbrite or Eventbrite fee or at the door. Um, yeah. And it's a three-day thing. Well, Friday night is just um, it's chocolate cocktails at the Orator, which is that restaurant <gasps> that's been completely redone in the Cambridge yeah. Union. It's absolutely gorgeous. So they'll have chocolate cocktails. Chocolate cocktails. But is there an alcohol element yeah, to yeah, this? Okay, yeah. okay, fine. It'll be like chocolate cocktails. Otherwise, I, you nearly lost me there. Yeah. But okay. and, then, and then the Saturday, Sunday is is the stalls of the chocolate makers. There's, there's workshops as well taking place that so people can book separately. Um, so like chocolate talks or... Um, uh, a, a cacao ceremony by Mama Bonbon. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's also, they're also incorporating flowers and plants. So there'll be a terrarium workshop from uh, Small and Green, oh, I workshops love them. on Mill Road. Yeah. Um, and a lot of, of really good local, uh, amazing chocolate makers. So we've got Anissa and Chocolate from Ely. Uh, we're bringing in Neary Nogs from Northern Ireland. I've had their stuff. Uh, they're going to be here. Amazing. They're a small batch family run factory in, uh, in the Moran Coast. Uh, we've got from Cambridge, we've got Rachel Bakes, Tozier Chocolate from Suffolk, Jay Coco from Brighton, Bite Size Bakehouse from Saffron Walden, Sweet Keto Chef, uh, Grandma's Rolling Pin from Peterborough, Truffles and Chocolates, and mm. then you'll have the shops like Meadows, and uh, they'll oh, be selling yeah, chocolate. Yeah. Meadows, um, which is in Newnham. Newnham, yes, yeah. coming soon to Go Mill on. Road. <gasps> Exclusive. You didn't even warn us. I know. Okay, she just whoa. basically announced it um, on Flavor, actually. Um, so it's be that unit that used to be the bed where they had the mattresses on Ross Street and Romsey side. So uh, Rom- yeah. Ross Street and Mill Road, Romsey side. Um, oh, they've yeah. Built, they've built like apartments Very there. Big. There's a unit there. And sort of near the co-op. Yeah, a bit farther, a bit like further up. Bit further up, though. Records, like, and yeah. so this is Meadows, shop, Newnham. Be a second shop. No, shop number yeah, two, and it's yeah. coming to here to, yeah. to Mill Road. Yes. Oh, that is very and apparently exciting. Sometime in mid February, so we well, shall see. Yeah. We'll have to talk about that um, yeah. in March when they just open their doors. Yeah. So, so Meadows will oh, be exciting. at the Chocolate Festival and Barbarella Cafe, which is that little Chesterton Cafe, the sister of the Linton Kitchen. Very uh-huh. popular. There'll probably be amazing cakes. And I, and I said there'll be plants. People can buy, people can buy. Um, so plants from small and green pop-up blooms will have flowers tulips and bouquets oh, and love. Amber Bee Pottery will have her hand-thrown pottery special oh. branded Cam Choco Fest oh, I'm obsessed po- with pottery jugs. okay yeah. so, so I might go along yeah. um, because uh, totally worth it two pounds plus an Eventbrite fee look up hashtag Cam Choco Fest on Eventbrite or show up on the day two pounds first people I think there's goodie bags for people who get in early um, there's a logo contest you can vote for for next year's um, for local artists or for for next year's logo for the Cambridge Chocolate right. Festival. So it's going to be great. It's going to be really festive. And the Cambridge Union is absolutely a stunning Beautiful. venue for it. I'm the debating you're chamber. To put chocolate in there. Amazing. 
<laughs> so um, if you want to get tickets, you go along to Eventbrite and you search Choco Fest Cam- Cambridge. Cam Choco Fest or okay. Bumble and Oak website or, yeah. Fabulous. And that's yeah. happening this weekend at the Cambridge Uni- uh, Union, Barb. Fantastic. All right. So that's chocolate. That's plants, a little bit of pottery too. And an exclusive um, about uh, Meadows coming to Mill Road. And that one just tripped off the tongue. Um, so <laughs> now in about mm, less than 10 days away, uh, pretty much a week today, actually, uh, it's Valentine's Day. It's all about the food. It's all about the ambiance once again. Uh, what little Valentine's delights have you found for us, Pina? You know, there's so much going on. A lot of it is sold out already. Oh. So, for example, Finn Boys have sold out their Valentine's. But they have a um, at-home box. So you, for £100, right. you get a six-course meal easy instructions, you go pick it up and you can create your own little Valentine's Day, right. which is I prefer doing. I don't like going out to eat on Valentine's Day. <laughs> well, actually, do you know what? You've got a point there because you sort of end up getting, I'm going to say, bad service because it's over oversubscribed and yeah, not, it's, like it's very day. busy. It's, it's just, like Mother's it's Day, exactly. And also, like, you know, you're there with all these other weirdos on their first <laughs> dates and it can be a bit... Can be a oh bit my weird. god! I went once somewhere and I listened to the whole first date <laughs> of these people. The guy could not stand her by the end of the night. Oh, it was so entertaining, oh. but I was like, "Oh my god, cringe!" It's Valentine's. Well, I have to say, actually, now for that, I would go along to over here. <laughs> it was very entertaining. I don't want to hear all the lovely stuff of the of the new couples <laughs> being all excited with each other. Um, okay, then let's go back to um, Finn Boys. Um, so Finn Boys on Mill Road. We love what they do. Proper proper fish restaurant there. Sold out in the restaurant, but they are offering. Their dinner box. You go and collect it. Yeah, you Valentine's take it dinner home. Box, yeah, they give you courses. all the instructions on how not to mess it up. Yeah, I mean, I'm looking at the menu here. So go you've take got, us through you know, it. You've got oysters. You've got um, ki- seared king scallops, chalk stream trout. Lovely. Steamed turbot. I mean, the noble fish. And, yeah. and then you've got a chocolate dessert. Um, so, you know, why not do that? Stay at home, cozy inside, and yeah. also help support them as well. Exactly. Because, you know, if they're sold out for Valentine's, that's great. They mm. can do extra. And another thing with them I saw in the newsletter is that they're going to be having a Finn Boy Supper Club once a month on Mondays. No fish. So mm. they'll be doing like a French bistro-style menu because <gasps> the chefs that own it, Rich and um, uh, Jay, are, you know, trained chefs so they're going to do something completely different oh well, that's exciting yeah, um, that we love a french bistro yeah. um, particularly if it finds its way down mill roads right so that dinner box um, from Finn Boys, it's a little bit pricey it's a hundred pounds for two people but it is six courses and it includes oysters king scallop um trout turbot and uh, a really looking a delicious looking dessert as well that one i'm like you i'm going to swerve the restaurants on valentine's day might buy the box instead and take it home with me it means me. expensive but it's less than if you were you know this usually valentine's meals are like 7500 pounds a person that's it there's a premium for you know going on valentine's Gosh, it's crazy isn't yeah. it that we now just cons- we just assume that if you go out for two for a nice um evening out it's going to cost you like 100 pounds yeah um, i mean that's you know the cost of, of food cost of labor you know it's yeah. not anybody you know like taking yeah. advantage it is what it is it is what yep. it is exactly all right then um final uh, bit of news from you you of course uh, along with all of this that you do you also host your own pop-up events um so what have you got coming up tell us all about that so on the 2nd of March, I've brought together Now Now South African Food Company uh, and it's going to be held at Signorelli's Deli on Burley Street. So it's South African food. Mm-hmm. I've known Jane for a while. A lot of people are familiar with the trailer. She's popped up in Cambridge a few times. She's, she was Hertfordshire based. She's out of Northampton. She's got quite a big following. What are they she called re- again? 
uh, Now Now South African Food Company. Right, that's it. And it's it. Jane White, and I've known her for a long time, even before she had her trailer. Um, and she's, um, like I said, quite popular in Cambridge. She does she does bunny chow, which is a bread bowl with curries in it. And Ooh. it's a very a very authentic, uh, typical South African dish. Um, she does a very authentic dish. She's from South Africa herself. So the menu will have a choice of boboti, which is a spiced beef with a curry top, uh, a custard topping. There'll be a cu- couple of different options for people to have. There's a completely vegan option as well if people wanted mm-hmm. to. So there'll be a starter main course. Uh, lovely curries and uh, desserts as well, South African desserts like Malva pudding and Cook Sisters. Um, and um, it's 37 pounds and uh, we're limited in the amount of people we can have. Mm-hmm. So people just uh, contact me to book uh, mm-hmm. prepaid and really looking forward to having people. The reason Fab. I do it is just to bring something new to you know, encourage independence and bring something new to the food and drink scene in Cambridge just to, once in a while to do it. Love it. Yeah. Brilliant. And so that's taking place at Signorelli's. Yeah, Signorelli's Deli. Yeah. On, on Burley Street. Street. Yeah. Not the one inside the Grafton. Yeah, not, yeah, no. Yeah. Okay. And on the 2nd of March. Yeah. Now, where do we get our tickets if we want to come along to this so one? So just contact me. So all the information is in on my social media at 12culinarystew on Instagram or 12culinarystew.com. Basically, just ping me a message with your email and a amount of people. And then I'll just take it from there. Prepay. Choose your menu. So everything's like no waste, food waste or anything. Everything's mm-hmm. organized. And hopefully uh, we'll have a really good group of people. Fantastic. Fantastic. Yeah. That sounds brilliant. Thank you so much. So one to Culinary Stew on Instagram to follow Pina and to get all the latest things um, happening in the foodie world right here in Cambridge. And you can get your tic- tickets uh, to that pop-up event as well happening on the se- 2nd of March um, at Signorelli's on Burley Street with a food pop-up from the South African food trailer. Now, now, now. now. South African food Co- Now, now. <laughs> Love it. All right, then. Haven't tried that one, actually. Yeah, she has Need to give that one a yeah, proper go. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, you can there. also buy her spice kits as well and make it at home. She's got spice kits going. Love it. Yeah. Fantastic. <laughs> All right. Uh, Peanut, thank you so much. Uh, we will see you in a month's time. Until then, I wish you a happy Valentine's Day. and But mostly, I wish you very good food service when you go to the restaurant. Thank you. <laughs> Thanks for having me. <laughs> home with Lucy Malazzo.